0: Speaker, we are here. We're not at the STD. We're in
1: a van down by the lake here in Port San Lac.
0: That was Hi. maybe the
1: worst introduction I've ever done. It's fine. Good, whatever time of day it is, you happen to be listening. This is the PNA Podcast Express, brought to you by Fuck the Steve Miller Band. Mm. He's Adam Philkins. I'm Phil Nickel. We're here in the old.
2: <laughs> gay.
1: It is gay. The old four six nine Port Sand in your crack. Yes By the beach Yes, for sure Here we are, it's uh, November something When we're recording it's Sunday, it's still my son's 16th birthday But this is Thursday, I'm going to venture, that's going to be like November 9th I I think you're right I'm taking a stab I don't know, I don't know much I'm frantically trying to pull up a calendar here. Frantically, like, bah, bah, yes, yeah. yes, the night, the night, the night. We're in the throes of uh, everything: high school football here in Michigan. Uh, Semifinals for eight player, regionals for eleven player. Although Michigan plays Penn State this weekend, I'm vastly interested in that. You know that is going to be an interesting game. First, really, really big test for. Do I think? Do I think? Do I think Penn State's going to win? No. Do I think Michigan's going to win? Yes. But do I think it's going to be close? I don't fucking know. So yeah. you know, here's the thing: Penn State has proven not to be great, right? Especially at reporting uh, suspicious activity in the locker room.
0: Yes. Yeah, historically, very, very poor at that.
1: Jesus Christ <laughs> He was trying to ball you I just want a beer Oh, Junior's over here trying I'm going to ball elbow you. the shit out of that thing <laughs> one of these times. And you're going to lose it Then you'll be just Then you'll be And none Oh my god <laughs> He was telling me sh- The whole way and I'm just like We're talking about Jerry Sandusky here And I was about to get sandusky Ah <laughs> I heard I uh, you know, one of the most disturbing things that had to be said on the news, and if I <laughs> had to read the news back in the day and I'm not discounting the plight of all these young men, but do you remember when when reporters had to read uh, there was a report of a rhythmic slapping. Do you remember that? Yes. A rhythmic slapping. How uh, how could you read that with a street?
2: Uh, oh, God damn it!
1: A rhythmic slapping.
2: Jesus so, so
1: I did not see anything. However, um, I heard as I as I rounded the corner to the shower a rhythmic slapping sound, and then I saw Mister Sandusky, Coach Sandusky, leaving, and uh, three young gentlemen left behind him, walking like penguins. You know what that usually indicates, <laughs> right? Oh, Did I just make fun of it? I think I did And I'm sorry, am I going to hell? Well, not just because of that Oh, well, okay No, it's 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 not funny It's not funny It's a little bit funny Right You know Many people, uh, their lives are drastically altered And some lost their lives over the whole account So Uh, Did they? Well, Joe Paterno, it fucking killed him
0: well, yeah, and he, he, of all the people, he was probably the most innocent one. Right. Because let's be honest, with those glasses, he couldn't tell if he was
1: looking at a little boy, a little girl. A he had man, no idea. No. Ugh. And haven't been a Holocaust survivor, too. I mean, he had no fucking clue. Jesus. Yeah. Jamar yeah. Chase just got denied a touchdown he should have gotten too, and that would have helped me big time in fantasy football. God, I've been asking for a beer for the last half hour That's okay No, thank you, Junior He put the special sauce in this beer Oh, dear Lord You know, we need to start it We need to make our own beer I'm huh? sorry What's that? That's right The rhythmic slapping He says call for the lefty I want It's good but I I ate before I came And I'm going to take that home with me And I'm going to make that my my Breakfast tomorrow Just with more jalapenos No no it's fine as it is I'm going to take that home like that And it's meow it's good Thank you sir Who are you texting over there anybody good Uh AWP I know she's in bed already I get it. It's been a long day. It's been a long weekend. So there was something I was going to say for gear grind, and now I've forgotten it. What was it? I don't remember. You told me to remember, but then we discussed so many other things. Yeah. God damn it. Thank you. So, we had a great game on Friday night, though. I guess I haven't talked about that yet. Oh, yeah, um, go ahead. That Elmont-Warren-Michigan uh, mm. collegiate game. Dude, that should have been at least the state semifinal. Those two teams were two of the best teams I've seen at any level of football I broadcast this season.
0: You know, it was hilarious because I saw somebody online post when there was a discussion about that game. And prior to the game, they were like, oh... Warren Collegiate's gonna or Michigan Collegiate or whatever is gonna yeah. come in and, and walk all over them and then afterwards they're like well yeah they didn't walk all over them but the next team is going to you know like, no oh, this no. this person obviously had a lot of disp- distaste for Elma so
1: can I and I this is what I want to talk about and I tried to convey it the other night but I cannot fully convey it because of the experience I went through but uh this very much reminded me a lot of the Detroit-Denby game versus Elmont in a semifinal. Um, what, three years ago? Two, two or three years ago, we saw. Where the game got called early because of sportsmanship from Denby. And then there was an altercation with the fans, which I have no idea who's in the right or wrong or what was said. I was up in the booth. But it was a scary situation. This team from... Warren, Michigan Collegiate, superior athletes, superior athletes. These j- young gentlemen, just outstanding fucking athletes. But in the first half, it looked the same. Like it was more like like backyard football, where you just draw the plays up in the dirt and and go run them because you. But and you also whooped everybody's ass because you had so much talent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the second half was totally different. The second half they looked well coached and. But at halftime, I had feared we were getting... Like, it really triggered everything because that was a scary situation when they played Denby years ago. And so for them to come back and for that game to end up like that, I was thankful. And to say that both those teams fought hard, they played hard, that second half was probably one of the best halves of football I've seen in a while. And uh, for, the, for it to end up like that, neither of those teams deserve to lose that game they both fought hard they both had the talent level they both had the coaching level they both had the skill level it was just that one little thing that one little that one little intangible that that proved Elmont to be the winner so if you're if you're Warren Collegiate like you have nothing to be ashamed of what a great season and if you're Elmont lucky you i mean you got that one little intangible you have a horseshoe up your ass you got to move on and i'm not saying they're not a good team because they're a really really good team they're a great team they just beat a great team and so now you need to do something with this for the rest of the way because in my mind and from everything i've read those are two of the top easily and you can debate this three or four teams in that division
0: yeah you know it was brought up by that person that was a naysayer for Elmont uh, several years ago when they lost to Lansing Sexton yeah. in the semifinals, and quite honestly, they Lansing Sexton got that game handed to him. Right, Elmont did nothing to lose that game. Right, Lansing Sexton had a had a D one quarterback yep. who, who was literally six foot eight, and all they started doing was running him up the middle. right? Like he'd get up, come up under center, they'd immediately snap the ball, and he, he'd lean forward and get three yards. And that was
1: it. Yeah, that's all it took. And
0: and they just time possessioned it. Now, I think some of the spots were really bad. right? Because there were times when he got one yard or no yards and they'd give him five. Yeah. You know, so it, it, was, it was not a great game because they were way ahead going into the half. Right. And uh, just they never got the ball after right. that. Right. <clears throat> So, it was uh, you know I, I hated to see it because Almont definitely outplayed them like a right. lot tremendously, but Lansing Sexton came in
1: better so, you know with a with a great game plan for the second half right so I've been I've been you know I've been fortunate because I gotta say of all the broadcasters that are in our 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 stable. I probably got to witness the best, easily like probably three or four of the best five games any of us have done all season. And even the week before that Deckerville Morris game and this week with the fucking uh, the Warren uh, Michigan Collegiate versus Elmont game. Like, yeah, I'm super fortunate. I got to fucking call and see those games. And uh, if, if, if you're Elmont, take care of business this week. Just do what you do. And you're going to make it to the fucking semifinals. And I have no advice for Ubley. I haven't seen Ubley this season, but just keep doing what they're doing. They're, they're going to be fine. If you're Kingston, you're playing with house money. Go out yeah. there and play your goddamn best game ever. Yeah. And uh, they're in a the semifinal. You might poke the bear. I, don't, I didn't think they were going to beat Brown City. I saw them lose to Brown City and just get dismantled and look like absolute dog shit earlier in the season. If I had to base where I thought Kingston was gonna be, I never would have picked them to be right here when I saw them no. how they played against Brown City. But good for them. They've showed growth. They've shown growth. They've they've grown. They've they've learned. They're coached. Go out and play your best game. Maybe they'll make a state final. And if I'm Deckerville, you're in a fucking semi-final too, man and no one says you can no one, no one everyone says Way Christian is just going to beat the tar out of you you listen to the fucking longest you listen to fucking Al Pacino's speech and you go out there and you just play and remember that you have nothing to lose and you can give it everything you fucking got and you know what, you just leave it all on the field, win or lose you leave with no fucking shame it's a fucking game of inches, and you fight for every inch. You fight, 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 and you fight. Because well, I'm, you know, and I, I, you know, here's the thing I'm not even, I don't show any whatever, but a lot of my friends that I went to school with and I grew up with, their kids are on this team. And uh, I've seen them and I've seen them play, and I, I'm, I'm proud that that's my hometown, and I'm proud that they're doing that, and I'm happy, and I want them to be successful. And, no one is ever going to pick them to win this game this week, but you know what? I believe in them, and if they go out there and do their best, who's not to say, man? Who's not to say? It's nothing is hey, impossible. What nothing's is, impossible. What is more dangerous than an animal backed into a corner? Absolutely. Nothing. And like I said, boys, you fight for every inch, and you just remember, you were never, ever, ever predicted to make it this far. You're playing, once again, playing with house money You just go do what you do And you let it fly And have fun, for fuck's sake have fun You're in a semi-final People predicted you would lose in the first round Of the playoffs Yeah, you know
3: I don't know what to say I love this speech Three minutes To the biggest battle of our professional lives All comes down to today Either we heal as a team, or we're gonna crumble, inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, believe me. And we can stay here get the shit. I always forget us, how
0: good this movie is. Oh, I know.
3: We can fight our way back into the light. We can climb out of hell. One inch at a time. Now, I can't do it for you. I'm too old. I'm too old.
0: I still think you could. I look
3: around, I see these young faces, and I think, I mean, I made every wrong choice a middle-aged man can make. I... uh i pissed away all my money, believe it or not. i chased off anyone who's ever loved me. And lately, I can't even stand the face I see in the mirror. You know, when you get old in life, things get taken from you. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of life. But you only learn that when you start losing stuff, you find out life's a game of inches. So is football. Because in either game, life or football, the margin for error is so small. I mean, one half a step too late or too early, and you don't quite make it. One half second too slow, too fast.
0: You don't and quite you know, catch it. this is in all this is not just football this, what he's right. talking about that is that's 100 percent life it is i mean it one one choice one one thing right you know and and you never know what the right choice is going to be it's not until afterwards that you right you know it, it always cracks me up when people uh you know all oh, that they it, it's there's more luck involved than people realize with right. anything oh yeah You know, I I once had a, uh, you know, talking about wrestling, once had a coach tell me one time, anybody that was any good is plus or minus four years from being able to be a state champion. Right. And, you know, we we compared it to like people that, uh, that qualify for state and win state. And he's like, when you get to that level, uh, you're, you're so close to being able to win it all. Four years prior or four years forward, and and you probably would, you right? Know, just because there there's that kind of a level, and when you're talking like NFL type stuff, right? It is it is as much luck, but that's the way life. Oh is. yeah, that's the way life. That's does.
1: that's fully fully the way life is. Anyway, so I guess I went on my, <laughs> I sorry to bore you with high school football details here, but uh, yeah, this is I'm just you know I'm just presenting what I see. Um, those are my opinions since I have nowhere else to express them since I'm not taken seriously as a member of the uh, TSA or anything like that so um that might be more serious than not right right and uh what do I know I just I you know I watch these uh young men play all season weekend and week out and see other teams play and see interactions and uh the fuck do I know I just uh Go out and play your hardest, you know? You know what's awesome about
0: the TSA is I know for... I know upon a very, very, very stone cold foundation I have this knowledge that a good part of the people who make those decisions never played a down
1: of high school football. (laughs) I would say three-fourths of them never did. And yet... Or any level of football... Well,
0: yeah, with their own balls, or right. ball as Junior's case may be,
1: right. And I've seen it all. I've experienced it all. I've been through it all. I even did a couple of years of Division Two college football. Like, I get it. It's uh, it is what it is. And you with a, obviously with the wrestling and everything, anything like that. Like, yeah, you fight. You fight. It's fight. It's you know. That's the thing they don't tell you is that's the difference between winning and losing is uh going out there every single play giving your best and fighting for that for that for that inch every single fucking play well yeah
0: it's it's the to me you know being a wrestler and you you'd have been a very good wrestler by the way yeah Um, thank you because there there is in wrestling there's what we call the wrestling mentality right and it's basically just whatever you got to do yeah to to survive Yep. And there is nothing fun, nothing comfortable about wrestling except for that three seconds you get your hand raised. Yeah. And everything else is just an exercise in performing while being uncomfortable. Right. And honestly, football's a lot the same way.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. fun to hit people and things like that, and it's well, fun in wrestling And I think that's why the two around. sports are married so well, and I agree. And this is the one thing I will agree with Ben Miller on, that <clears throat> it's great for football players to wrestle and vice versa you know I agree I do yeah, agree on that
0: yeah for sure and I mean it's proven if you look at NFL rosters NFL rosters are filled especially on the offensive and defensive offensive line and defensive everything yeah they are filled with state champion wrestlers yep. Ray, Ray Lewis two time Florida state champion yeah you know um,
1: oh, I'll was, tell you I would never want to line up against Ray Lewis
0: Stephen Neal who's won five Super Bowls is lineman yep two-time california state champion yep you know i mean it, the the list goes on and on and on and uh it's kind of funny because i, I was actually up at the school and they, they showed me a packet that they got from the national wrestling it, the, it's a national wrestling alliance to promote um amateur wrestling but they sent through 50 posters of nfl players that basically that says wrestle
1: really yeah No, and that's just it. And that's beautiful. And that's one of those things and as you said, like the wrestler mentality, like there's no quit. There's no quit because as you said, and there's nothing comfortable. There's nothing comfortable about what you're going through. But when you finish it and you win, that three seconds, like you said, when your hands raised, that's worth it all right there. That's and there's something to me there was you know, I, I played three
0: sports. Yep, um, and I, I loved playing every sport. If I, if I could have paid, played a dozen, I would have. But there's something different when you go out in wrestling. You know, they they always preach to you in football takes all eleven guys, right? Can't take a playoff. But we both know that that's not the case, right? If, if a ball
1: is run, being run to the left, and you're the right tackle. You can kind of take that play off a little. I mean, bit. you you kind of here's what you do when when you're the because I was an offensive tackle. When it's being run to the opposite side, you just kind of you just kind of like get in the way of the guy who you're in front of. You don't have exactly. to push him anywhere. Exactly. You don't have to impose your will. You just have to make sure you can't get to the backside. Which chances are the chubby you're against is probably not going to get to the backside to make the play anyway. No.
0: So, but like wrestling, you know, yeah. as far as a a team event. Is 100% reliant on what you do out there. Right. And that, that mentality of, you know, there were times that when I was like a freshman and sophomore, my coach would just tell me, don't get pinned. Right. You're out there against somebody tough as shit, don't get pinned. Right. And my whole goal was to just do anything I could to save the team from basically giving the other team six points. Right. By getting pinned. If I, if I got lost by points, it was only three.
1: Yeah you know don't get pinned so you so fight you fight for that inch that's that inch
0: yeah you that's kill yourself because you know that there you know it's going to be a close match and you don't have to win you just got to go out and do your job yep and there were times when there were people i could beat yeah that my coach was still like we you can't lose this one right wrestle conservative you can't lose this one yep and uh, you know because it'd be a close match it'd be a toss up match yep. and uh, well you can't get pinned in this one and so that's what you did. You went out and you wrestled it to try and win. Right. But the biggest thing was to just not get pinned. So you didn't do anything risky. There were no right. nothing nothing that uh, could put you in danger. We so, still
1: in the second quarter here? We are. All right. But no, I, I get it. I totally get it. And we're not a sports podcast, so we should probably... Uh, this is more philosophy, though. This is not actually advertising. This is sports psychology. Sports psychology. I yes. like that. Yes, that, that's what I like to think of it as, and that's why I, I like. I played basketball. I never really thoroughly enjoyed it. It's funny because I enjoy it. I enjoy basketball at a molecular level. Like when I go out there and shoot hoops or play, you know, like a pickup game or something like that. But like, here's the thing, and here's probably why I have an open disdain for it. Even doing like calling basketball games locally. None of these teams and none of these players are ever going to do anything or go anywhere with that sport other than playing no. pickup. So why is it important?
0: Well, you know, I, I mean, from a educational athletics standpoint, I believe that all sports are important.
1: That's true. That's valid.
0: But, That's valid. That's but, valid. For me, basketball, and, you know, granted, it's a winter sport. I didn't play it. I, I played a lot of three on threes and stuff yeah. like that I mean I, I loved playing basketball but to me it's one of those games that you could shorten it to four minutes long right and you don't have to play the other 44 minutes right <laughs> you know you, you could shorten it down at any level the game could be because that's gonna who, a tenth of what it is because
1: that's gonna prove who it is right there and you know what I would say nine, I would say 85% of the time that's true. Eighty-five percent of the time, that's true. Yeah.
2: Well, look
0: at how many games. I mean, even when you get to the NBA. Yeah. One fourteen to one seventeen. It's like, well, then why didn't we quit after three points? Right. You know, first one to three wins.
1: Yeah. You know, to but me- also but also at, at at a at a at a level here locally, like how many times do you see? I and, oh, this drives me nuts when I see like local scores where it's like thirty-eight to fucking seven. It's like yeah. Uh, why did we play this game, you know? Well, and,
0: and it's it's the same thing with, like, you know, no offense, ladies, but covering the first year I covered basketball, I was shocked at these change in speed between watching a girls' game and watching a boys' game. I know. And then I was shocked again when we started covering BWAC, and Emily City was really, really good. Oh, my good God, video. yeah. Oh, yeah. And we go down there, and it's like, Holy fuck! They're down the they're down the court so fast.
1: Right? Holy shit!
0: How do I call this?
1: Or or, uh, or when you or or when you like grow up like I did uh, at a like small podunk school, which would be what division eight school. There's we saw one one dunk all season. Then you go do a BWAC game and you see five dunks in one game, and you're like, yeah. oh boy, you know. You know, I'll never forget years ago. And you probably remember this too, because
0: you'd have been around um, when Chris Weber played in Deckerville's high school gym. Yep, and just, I was there. Oh yeah, and it was like, holy shit! You know, it, it was then that I realized I really liked watching really good basketball players <laughs> right. against the locals. I, I also got to watch uh, Robert Trailer, who played for U of M and played the NBA. Yeah, Tractor Trailer. Yep. I, Rest I, in I, peace. I got to watch him play against USA. Yeah. And the monster, like just destroying people, dunks that he was throwing down. Oh yeah, at will. I mean, they they were toying with USA. And I, I want to say at the end of that game, it was like 75-23. I believe it. I, I mean, just it. just a ridiculous game. And, and everybody on that team was so good. He, he played for Buena Vista. Oh, yeah. They were so fucking good. <laughs> and USA was so out of their league. You know, they won their district. Oh, yeah. Which is what happens to teams around here every year. they are right. going to go and play a Flynn or Saginaw school, and you're done.
1: And you're done. You're done. <laughs> All right. We got something we can play. I got to pee. I got to pee. Bad. Okay go ahead right okay. there you can right entertain no, the right kids there. right there <laughs> no you no. got this wine bottle no i'll pee in the reserve wine bottle find a find a clip or something to play or or talk well i'll probably do a little bit of both okay because i gotta pee i really do it just okay. hit me all right my bladder i don't know i don't just, know what's going on with it you're still talking you talk too much got go pee. pee got pee go pee all right well sort is, yourself out
0: while phil's gonna go pee I, i'm just gonna ramble here about a few things as, uh, as madmen often do. Um, he's left me alone here to my own devices, which is not good. But, uh, you know, and I'm trying to sit here and remember what my gear grind was, which if I do remember it, I'll save it till he gets back because it was something he can identify with. But uh, yeah, it, it's Junior's walking by and just looking at me stupid. Oh, he's gonna sit down and put the headphones on. You just rescued everybody from having to listen to me. <laughs> well, I felt bad. Oh, I was gonna ramble on for like, how well? What are we how, talking about? Uh, Phil rolling up his hose in the bathroom. Oh, small
2: he'll be back in a minute. Yeah, it won't take him long. 30 seconds. Yeah. So that, what's going on? Not a whole lot. How you doing? Good. How the, busy earlier today. That, well, that's good. Got some women over here to uh, talk to you. That was fun. They, they were good guests. Yeah, they were good gals. They're staying at one of these uh, B&Bs. They're Air, Airbnbs. <laughs> Airbnbs which we will be having one in March. Hell yes. Petal. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be cool. Yeah. We're going to have our meatloaf challenge I think that night. Oh, thank you, Cookie. Yes. For bringing that up, we're going to do a slice of meatloaf and a 10 ounce of beer. Well, you can't beat that. I mean that no. that just sounds like like good business yeah, to me. Yeah, it sounds like a daily fucking Tuesday for me. Hell yeah. Dude, if, it, if, it, if it's a good meatloaf. Well, I'll tell you right now it is silent s is making it yeah it'll be good then yes
0: she uh watching her efficiency and grace in the kitchen was
2: amazing oh and and she she loves to do that I, i i that night i was asking her i was like hey you want me to help you you know 60 fucking enchiladas and I was like, "Do you want me to help you?" She's like, "No," and she just took me aside. Even for her birthday, I, I bought steaks. I was in the kitchen. I, I love the grill and everything. And she just comes up to me. She loves cooking for people. Yeah. She told me. She looked me right in my eye and says, "That just, just makes me feel happy inside." She loves I, cooking. I like. Can, to she, do things. can she make enchiladas again? Well, we were, were just talking oh, something about something
1: different.
0: The meatloaf oh, no, challenge. Second. Oh, the meatloaf challenge. Yeah. At the uh, at the Airbnb that we'll be in in March. Nice. I'm going to scoop back around to here. Yeah, that, that, you're you're good. You're oh good. boy. Phil, play why play, play? Phil Junior is up. Loaf. He's begging for meatloaf, which is code begging for, for meatloaf here. Code for beer.
1: You so, know, maybe it should be pork chops. <laughs> Junior pork chops. Uh, so ah, we need some pork chops. So I was thinking about this, and my son said something very weird, and this just reminded me of this when I was. Uh, On my sabbatical to take a pee Um, He said to me Dad have you ever won a trophy? And I said Yes several and I pointed around Because they're randomly around my house For random things And he's like I've never won a trophy And I'm like He's like I've won trophies Like (laughs) participation But I, I mean like championship trophies And I'm like well son yeah someday you will and he's like well how many championship trophies have you won i'm like i don't know i've thrown trophies away i got plaques and trophies all around here i've done everything i'm a 33 time champion and that's everywhere from fantasy football with your dipshit friends on up to state i've been a state champion before and he's like do you think i'll ever win a trophy i'm like yeah pretty confident you will buddy like It was weird that he was worried about such a thing, though. And he always does his best, and he always pushes hard, and he always, like, yeah. I mean, I think that for a kid, when they look at,
0: you know, when when they're looking at what they've, especially when they get to his age, I mean, when you're 16, you're starting to think about the future and and what you're going to do, and, well, what am I good at? You review the things that you're good at, you review, you know, well, shit, what do I want to do? Well, am I good at anything? Let's look at my trophy case. Yeah. Oh man, I'm not good at anything.
1: Right. You know, and it, I think that was one of the things he was worried about, and it was weird that he asked me that. And then he's like, "I guess you do have lots, because I've got random ones hanging around, but I've, I've, like I said, I've thrown away a ton of them. Like, you know, it, it's funny because watching
0: my two boys, <clears throat> Anthony was extremely driven, extremely. Right. You know, just all in on wrestling, played football, and, you know, won a lot of trophies. I mean, right. I I mentioned a couple episodes ago, he he was a national champion, and he's got this giant eagle trophy in his room. Of course. He's got medals the size of a pie plate,
1: you know, from from different national events. And that's what my my son saw my senior jacket, and he's like, all the fucking medals on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what? And, uh, you know, he... He uh, he accomplished
0: a shitload right. Andrew Unfortunately for him His last two years of high school were marred by COVID Right He barely had a wrestling season The last two years he was in high school Right And I mean he, he was 17 and 7 his, his senior year But it was really <laughs> hard to get into it Right I'm just
1: messing with Junior Yeah I see that It was really, You're right it was really hard That was a you tough know, time And but I think that's where my son's weirdness comes from with that, because he was he was in the prime of like seventh eighth gradish or so, yeah ninth grade with all that when all the COVID stuff went through, and it. so now he's like, will I ever win a trophy? I'm like, you're gonna win plenty of trophies. I'm like, you're gonna be fine. Like, I, and I said, even if you don't, who gives a fuck? I'm proud of you. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, that that's it's not a measuring stick for your right. for your value. I mean. Because obviously if it were a measuring stick, like, pfft, I should be fucking eons ahead of where I am right now. Well, exactly. Instead, I'm just a fucking loser that threw away a bunch of trophies, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, they I, don't mean shit. They really
0: don't mean shit. I had all the medals off my, ver- I took them all off my varsity jacket after I graduated and all that just because I didn't want them. Screwing it up And I put the varsity jacket away And I don't even know where that thing is now Right But like back then It was important to me to preserve it Right I don't <laughs> I couldn't tell you where mine's at Um It might have disintegrated Who knows Ha! But uh But I had Thank you Nabosni's. Yes
1: They're yes. no longer in business So we can dirty bitch Actually them. mine was from Dixon's Which became stolikers Oh no shit Yeah So there was nabosny's Down in Port Huron and Then what was the one up in uh Harvard Beach Fuck. Oh yeah, I know
0: what one you're talking about. Yeah,
1: that's um, where mine came
0: from. Yeah, my mine, like I say, mine was from. I never wore Dixon's. mine.
1: I never wore mine. I, oh, wore, I mine wore mine maybe, all the time. I wore mine for uh, senior pictures, and then I wore it one other time. See, I got mine when I was a freshman. Yeah, and I got mine when I was a sophomore. When I was on varsity for football. Yeah, to, to me, it was it was such a thank you, sir. You're welcome, baby. Rawr. Mm.
0: Um, Mm. is it live or is it Memorex yeah um, yeah. I got mine as a freshman and it, it was it was very important to me to get it as a freshman and my, my brothers didn't you know my right. sister didn't so it was very to me it was a big deal to get it as a freshman absolutely and it uh, Oof. not to mention the fact that my parents were like we're not buying you a, a different you know if you want your varsity jacket, you better wear it
1: because we're not buying you Back then the thing was two hundred and some bucks. Oh yeah, my mine was mine was two hundred that'd be like six hundred dollars in in modern money. Well I think I spent four twenty five on the w- boys. It wouldn't have been two hundred in modern money, but probably four hundred, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I think I spent like four or four twenty-five on theirs. But uh you know it, it was it was one of those things that uh, you know I, I I felt good about. But I had all my medals and pins and stuff in a bag. Right. And uh, when when the boys were young they were looking at them they're like how did you win all these I'm like I, I worked for them you know that that it, it might not mean a whole lot today but when right. I look at that I, I see all the work that I put in it reminds oh, me yeah. that the more you work at something the better it'll be and uh, and that's what I, I like to think that that's what they uh, I like to think that that's what they got out of wrestling right that you get out of it what you put into it
1: can I You want to know my most bullshit medal I think I ever received? Um, So I ran track my junior year, because between my junior and senior year, our football coach decided he was going to be the track coach too, right? So all the football players were encouraged to come out and run track, which we all, for the most part, did. Or prospective football players. We all know you can time my zero to 40 to, um, zero, well 100 yard dash with a sundial yeah right so he put me as the third leg of the the 440 relay team and the other three guys were fast enough that we managed to at a major meet like finish second and i got a medal for that for the 440 relay even though, even though, when the baton was handed to me, we we were twenty yards in the lead, and when I handed off the baton, we were thirty yards behind. You know. <laughs> so, so I always thought that was great. I always thought that was one of my most wonderful medals, right there. You know, I uh, when I was a senior, and we
0: had the league meet first round. I had a buy in yeah. the bracket. Um. Second round, I had a real easy match, and I went out and pinned the kid. The my third match in the semifinals was a guy I'd wrestled before and beat him. Yeah. But he literally, he's like, he he voided. He wouldn't wrestle me. Really. And I'm like, I went up to him, I'm like, Bob, dude, what what the hell? You don't want to wrestle me? He's like, eh. If I don't wrestle you, I don't get hurt, and I'll I'll be all conference. I won't win anything, but I'll be all conference. And. To him that was a good enough accomplishment. Just being all conference. Great yeah.
2: strategy. I hope that worked
0: for him. It did. He was he was, <laughs> was all conference. <laughs> Honorable mention all conference. I mean, so he, he went out and he pinned the next guy that he wrestled. Okay. So I mean bold
1: strategy cotton. It, it
2: paid yeah. off for
0: him. I mean that just what void.
1: Like I'm gonna I'm gonna exit all my bowels right now and void. <laughs> oh, I was so mad because I you know
0: we have a saying: "Sweaty is ready." So I'm all warmed up. Sweaty is ready. Well, you, you got to break a sweat before you go out and wrestle. Otherwise, your blood sugar does weird things. Oh, Okay. Never so do that. So you got to you got to warm up enough that you start sweating. Um, that's why you see boxers and stuff wearing robes.
2: Gotcha. Because they, they when get you, worked
0: up first. Oh yeah, they. When you start sweating, you actually burn off like the big rush of blood sugar, uh, sugar in your blood. Okay. And you stay level the whole match. That way, you wow, don't, never otherwise that. otherwise you crash and get tired. Okay. So, you know, it, uh, I, I'm, I'm all ready to go and I go out there and the refs just like waves me over and he's like, alright, come here. Like,
1: raises your hand. I'm like, what the hell?
0: And he, he's like, yeah, the other guy didn't want to wrestle you. And
2: I'm like... But he that's okay.
0: Cause and I, did you say,
1: "Motherfucker, I don't want to wrestle either."
0: No, I, I did something better than that. Yeah. I, I stole his girlfriend. So ah!
2: I was gonna say, did he? Did he? Was his excuse? <laughs> what did he say? Because he knew that you fucked his sister or something. Caught an STD. No.
0: <laughs> you know the funny part was I didn't know that this girl I started dating was his his girlfriend, uh-huh. and we were actually up in Bad X at at uh, well, it was the Kmart up there. This will tell you how long ago this was. Camarte. We're at the Kmart, and we're walking through there, and she goes, oh, my God, it's my ex. And I immediately go, Bob, what's up? Oh, shit. At the and, same time, she said that? And and she's like, you know him? I'm like, yeah, I used to beat the fuck out of him wrestling. And then we got we were talking about it later. She's like, oh, he was so devastated when he would lose to you. Oh. And I'm like, did you realize that that was me? She goes, I had an idea that it was, but I didn't know for sure. She goes, but yeah, when you knew him, I, I kind of figured. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like... I'm like, so... Bob used I, to be my bitch, bitch. I, I'm like, so I, I I beat him more than once. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and then she beat you. Do you know what I mean? Well, yeah. Up and down. But yeah, it was... Uh, that reminds was me of a story I remember. <laughs> I remember when I was
1: a junior. I'm a uh, junior. Weird. Junior, yeah. A junior in high school. And uh, I'd already been on varsity, well, two and a half seasons. And I was talking to this kid... <laughs> from From another town and he's like well you know went up against you last season and you know I got this season and I just hope to be like halfway as good as you are and he says you know this season I'm going to you know my, my team Deckerville I'm going to like going to beat their ass and I'm like well alright well you'll be going up against me and he's like wait what <laughs> I'm like you realize I still got another year he's like oh fuck fuck is what he said (laughs) (laughs) so you got that going kid
0: right there was a guy when uh when i wrestled he was from flushing and his last name was birmingham and he was this monster of a human being with a very very small brain right very very smooth very very small brain (laughs) and uh no wrinkles no wrinkles whatsoever and we're talking to him one time and uh, he's just sitting in the stands talking to us and we're like we're like Birmingham what size is your school well I don't go to Birmingham I go to Flushing and we're like yeah you're wearing a Flushing jacket we we know this (laughs) Birmingham is a bigger school than Flushing I think I don't think it's an A but Flushing definitely isn't a C so I don't know Oh my god! And so we're all just dying laughing because he was literally probably the well, to date he's the second slowest person I've ever talked to.
1: <laughs> to date, who's the
2: first man? Oh, I may know that. No, who is the first? Do I know him? Uh, probably not. Okay. And I, the guy's still
0: huge, so I don't want to say. Okay, <laughs> good call. On that note, <laughs> I can tell you that, oh, boy, I can tell you that uh, certain aspects of him are very smart. But he used to warm up in wrestling wearing, wearing headphones, and we picked up his headphones one time because he like tossed them to us before he ran out for a match, and it was nursery rhymes. What? Yeah, he had a cassette of nursery rhymes. And that's what he listened to to warm up. Well, I sure out.
2: hope he doesn't listen to this podcast because he's going to know where buckle duty. my shoe. He doesn't four, five, he- six, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. One, one cookie. Uh, 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 ah, uh. Ah, he ah. does not know how to get to a
3: podcast.
2: <laughs> okay. Sure. He, well, again, for my future, my, uh, my fans back in the past, you know, my name is Dylan Pijanowski <laughs> if ah, this gentleman ah. is listening. Where Dirty the D fuck they did Dirty me. D go? Oh, he went home to Jacket. Doesn't he have a girlfriend and know her wife? Yes. He's got a girlfriend. Somebody asked me today. If the cookie. It, yeah. I already told Dylan. What? Because remember remember last week on, uh, at Stacey's? she uh, He goes, <laughs> who's this Steve Cook guy? I'm friends with him on Facebook now. That's oh, yeah. Cookie. Remember we were talking outside? Oh, yeah. So then we saw that, and I had to tell him. He goes, "Hey, how is um Dylan affiliated with you know who?" Yeah, I won't say no names. Yeah, yeah. And then Dylan looked at me too. He's like, "Cause I guess every evidence is gone. Right. All the evidence is gone."
1: Yeah, oh, I don't even know. I haven't even seen her online anymore. I Any. Mean, I just saw. She her. been up here?
2: Yes. i think they were up here for the halloween party but that's that's oh i saw her in the um parking lot
1: thursday do am i am i sad i missed the the halloween party this year
2: or no i think you are some because you keep asking did i miss anything nothing majorly i mean no titties no hmm. cock and balls If we'd have been DJing there definitely would have been cock and yes, balls Yes there would probably have probably been Lots co- a lot of cock, of cock and balls thrown at you oh, I was, gonna was Abby here? Who? Abby I believe she called in uh, I haven't seen at my girl Abby in a couple months I'm shocked Anna was
1: working tonight What's going on with that? She hasn't been here in forever well, She's been studying for that test so she's
2: been off for all this time. Yeah, she lives in Lexington, so she's been studying really hard. I guess. Yeah. Cheers to her. If she. Yeah. Does people it.
0: in Lexington gotta study hard. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I did want to. <laughs> thinking I, about
2: being hard. <laughs> no, you know, I, didn't. <laughs> I
1: did.
0: I did want to mention that. Uh, hey. I'm going to do you a solid, Phil, when we broadcast. I'm going to do something I have not done before while I uh, cover a game with you this
1: Friday. No clothes.
0: Phil Phil and I, well, no, I'm going to wear pants. Assless. cats. Saturday.
1: Saturday Saturday, we're broadcasting a game. Are you? Yeah. Him and I are back together. The band's back together. I'm not not getting a call back. What the fuck? Are Are you available
2: Saturday? Nope. No, well, well that's then why. Fuck you, you can't join us. <laughs> Sorry. Nope, no invite. I will be listening live stream from Macomb, Michigan.
1: There you <laughs> go. Alright,
2: go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. So yeah, I, I, I plan on
0: being clothed from the waist down. So you're welcome. That's this is impressive. your first time? Yeah, I normally. I mean who can wear pants while you- What city are we gonna be in?
1: Uh Kingston. Kingston? There's a place called Kingston. Kingston. I heard it's uh, right on M46. Okay. And uh, Oh, we can La Hacienda before we go. Or Biagio's. I'm in. Fuck yeah. Kingston. we Kingston. Ca- Here we go, Hacienda. Kingston. On the way there, uh, Biagio's uh, uh, on the
2: way back. Yes, sir. And are you going to join us for either? No, I can't. All right, okay. well, tell, D- si-
1: tell Silent S to join us then.
2: You. Okay. Tell her to bring enchiladas. Whoa, I was just going to hype you up, but she'd be thinking that she's going to hog heaven.
1: Whoa!
0: Whoa.
2: Yeah, cheers to you, fucks.
1: Ah! <laughs> oh
0: shit.
2: So, anyways, I was thinking maybe when you podcast, can I do a little? Uh, you know what movie is this from? And my Junior's joke of the day. you can do both of those. We All right, don't so care. You know how we were doing that. Thank you, I appreciate it. I'll start off with Junior's joke of the day. Go on. All right, what did the toaster say to the slice of bread? <laughs> I'd hit that. Adam, uh, drop on in me. I want you inside me, close uh, enough. Nice. Ding, ding, cool. I win. Thank you.
3: Yeah. All right.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You guys should be able to get this because I right. haven't watched this movie in a long time. All right. So, uh, what movie is this saying from? Okay. Can we dance with yo dates? Well, sure. Sure, you can. Damn it! He knows it. I can that's, already tell. That's Animal House. That's Animal House. So you guys are one for one.
1: Mind if we dance with your dates? And then he picks up the table. Yes. And it's
2: bolted to the floor. Yes. Mind you. <laughs> okay. For for part two of this trivia, what band was playing in that bar? This all black bar. Fuck! It's Otis
1: Day and the fucking something. Shit! Right? It's Otis, Otis Day and, and the Knights.
2: Yes. Okay. For part three, what song were they singing? Louis, Louis, Shemalama, Shemalama, Ding dong. That's the one. Yeah. I said ooh, ba, bop, bop, oh, 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 oh. Oh God, I, I recorded it last night. I haven't seen Animal House in probably a good two years. Ugh. <laughs> they picked up those white girls from uh, that sorority. They looked into the paper, and this fucking poor girl died in a kiln. In a kiln explosion. Yeah, I got killed in an explosion.
1: So they go to a the kiln f- explosion. <laughs> killed in, in a explosion. She was just she was making some pottery for me. Yeah, was the last <laughs> note I got from she her. Promised. It, <laughs> she promised. Oh, she said Lord. she was making a pot for me in pottery, good maybe old, an urn.
2: Yeah. Good old, good old Fawn Lieberitz.
1: Fawn Lieberwitz, yeah. yeah. Oh, do you want to tell him?
2: <laughs> Mind if we dance with the old dates? <laughs> Sure And then they ran out of there So yeah That young lady She goes Oh He's crying When he picks up those girls He goes She goes What what, what can I do for you I, said, I shouldn't be left alone tonight Well, Would you mind Coming out with me right. No no Let me go get my coat Oh You have three friends <laughs> Yeah I do You have three friends Yeah That's the classic. greatest Classic <laughs> You have three friends Yeah meatloaf You have
1: three friends That's the greatest though Awesome awesome does this thing talk? Emotional, damn it! When he's flopping around the big old dildo. Does this thing talk? She's <laughs> She had nice titties, too. There's so many awesome parts of that fucking movie. That's a classic movie. Like, when, when you look at Animal House, the original fucking cut, those guys, every little detail is why I aspire to be a film writer someday. When I go see films now... <laughs> None of them put no, not any at all. of the thought into that. Not at all. Like, you want every even single throwaway scene to fucking make a difference. Yeah, you know what? You know,
0: oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to mention that I could tell when you pretended to have that dildo in your hand, you've been using the shake weight. Right, <laughs>
1: Wait, no, been, I, I have. I have. Look, look yeah, at that! Yeah. Holy shit! Look at that! I've been using the shake weight, absolutely, stud. You, my neighbors are terrified because <laughs> I have very thin curtains and the lights are on behind me, <laughs> yeah. so
2: they are really, really at ends right now. You know, but I, also intrigued, right? Yeah. And that was a bunch of no name. I mean, besides Belushi, there was a bunch of like no name. In oh, animal, oh, House. Animal oh, House? Yeah. oh, that was you know?
1: that was the arrival of National Lampoons. That right. was so. If you ever watched the um, God, there's if you want to watch the the metamorphosis of how this all came about. I think I've seen it, and it's beautiful. It's a it's a it's a futile and uh, a stupid and futile gesture or something to name. Oh it. no, I didn't. We'll tell you about. God damn it! It's 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 beautiful. It'll one of the founders of. Animal of Animal House The Troop Everything Actually did it And he did Caddyshack And Animal House And then he committed suicide Really? Yeah One of the founders Of the Animal House Everything huh. And uh, Harold Ramos Was part of it All of them uh, Chevy Chase uh, Dan Aykroyd I heard Chevy
2: Chase Was a dick to work
1: with Chevy Chase is a dick To work with uh, I'm, a- I'm actually very good friends With Joel McHale And he said that Chevy Chase is a fucking asshole
2: Yeah I heard that too
1: Yeah so everybody
2: I've ever heard talk about. Getting All right, I got to get fucking a customer of beer. Who so me? What an asshole! Oh, Sorry, fans out there. Sorry, fans.
1: So it's a you got to watch this movie. I'll I'll look it up for you though. It's a a stupid and futile futile gesture, and it's about one of the founders of uh, of, of of National Lampoon, and it it tells the story of everything about how it came about, and. Uh, damn the dude just killed himself i mean yeah i remember hearing about that it's crazy it's crazy but comedy is like that comedy you know that's why there's the uh the yin and the yang and the the two masks i mean um comedy and tragedy are 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 borderline it's a fucking borderline man you know and, Being uh, an entertainer, yeah, and and I'm not talking like what we do here because
3: it's right. a whole
0: different, right. This is not entertainment, right. It it would <laughs> so very true. Yeah. It, it would be different if we were like on the road, grueling with this and like, right. You know, but like you notice with whether it's musicians, comedians, e- even a lot of actors that are that are very into their craft, um there's a there's a level of darkness that goes
2: along with
1: well and and i can suss it out and i can tell you part of how i feel i can't tell you 100 percent, but like because when you achieve one of those highs it's better than anything you've ever experienced any drug anything you've ever done when you hit one of those highs when and you know it, you find oh, yeah. in music. Oh yeah. When you hit that high, when you hit that hot crowd, when you hit that everything is done right, when you hit that game, when you hit that everything, when you hit that, there is nothing finer in life. And then when it's not there, you wonder where it's gone. And you wonder where if you still have it. And you fight with it night in and night out, and day in and day out. So, it's tough. It's tough to achieve, and it's tough to... And I think that, like, with what we do is more stable, obviously, but what, with what a performer, like a musical artist or a comedian or anybody, like, you, you, you chase that high. You're chasing that high incessantly. You're just constantly chasing that high. Well, you and, know,
0: I, and, and I can tell you, like, when we went out on tour, and even before that, we were right. just playing the local circuit here, we went out on tour when you had that really good night when you were playing in front of a crowd that was just hot thank you sir and everything was clicking right and then you go the next night and and it's not that it was a huge letdown
1: no and it is it really is like and and it's the same even like i said on some level it's not nearly that level of of what you said night in and night out but when you're Doing anything, podcasts, doing games, doing anything, doing life. I Even mean, DJing. Doing, I mean, DJing, doing your day job. Everyone doing your day job. When you've got that shift where you knocked it out of the park, or when you've got that fucking that day where you fucking were super successful and your boss is happy with you, you chase that, and that's what we all chase. We all chase it because we're conditioned when we're young. When your parents are happy with you, you remember those days. Those days your parents were not happy with you you remember those too and you know you never want to experience those again those dark days and that's the problem that we all encounter because then you grow up and you don't want to you've got the good or you've got the mediocre or somewhere in between you don't want to go to those dark days and it's tough and that's why people that's why people struggle right there well
3: Well, said
0: and and i think that there is there's also a dark, that to bring light to other people, Right, I think oftentimes puts people in the dark. Right. If, especially if they don't have a balance of, in their own life of, you know, and I'll use like Chris Farley for example. Right. The guy self-destructed trying to entertain other people and, and make other people happy and, and gave way too much of himself. You know, and he he also had that belief in his
1: head that to do that, to achieve that level, well, to also <laughs> prove that you're worthy, or or to even experience someone else's love because you don't feel you're worthy of it. Yeah, I'm right there too with you, buddy. I'm right there too. I do the same thing, man.
2: I do the same thing, one hundred percent. I didn't even know the whole story, but wasn't Robin Williams like that too? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah he, he believed he had to operate at such a
0: manic level that it made it. Existing for him, tough, right? You know, I, I mean it. It made regular, being a regular human being tough, and that—that that is one thing from from the few famous people that I've I've known that were, you know, that I've met that are large in the life famous and and talked to. That is one of the things they they struggle with is that they're so afraid to be out of the limelight that they push it to such an extreme that it, it destroys them.
3: Yeah.
1: I can see that. So, for me, for me, it's. I'm so busy. I'm not busy, but I'm. I'm so worried that people will see that I'm just ordinary, not extraordinary. I, I struggle with that all the time. I'm no one special.
2: I'm an everyday Joe. I just. Yeah. I love everyone. I try to help everyone, man. No, I, I I thrive. I've said uh, this a million times. I thrive on, like, energy and being around people and making people laugh, too. Yeah. I mean, not to, like, the Chris Farley extreme. I right. Mean, but, like, if you're sitting home on a Friday yeah. and you know that all of your friends are, you know, at the bar, at the Blue, at the STD, it, I'm afraid that I'm going to miss something, you know, and not be a part of it or help somebody out and not make no. them laugh and having a bad day. You know what I'm saying? No, I get that. I get that. Um, I get that. I don't. I don't...
1: I get that i fully get that i don't struggle with the fear of missing out i I just um i know that in life like we only have like i said we don't have we don't have much time Mm -hmm. and uh be kind to everybody just help everybody out like i i never want anyone to feel what i've felt in life so that's that's the robin williams quote actually uh I don't want anyone to know what it's like to be absolutely miserable, which is why I try to make everybody's day better.
2: Yes. Absolutely. That's the, I mean, that's and the cliff notes it. Always bit, touch somebody. Yeah. Some, every, touch somebody every day to make you happy. Kill them with kindness is what I say. Not in a Jerry Sandusky way, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No rhythmic slapping, please. No gay. But- no gay involved.
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, so
2: fuck you, Adam. Just my my mind's everywhere else now. I can't even look at you again.
1: I don't know. For great I don't conversation. Know you gotta shit. fucking say that.
2: So, toss it to Dalton. Kk, give it to the kid. <laughs> yeah, nobody had a heart attack in this game. Oh, no, that's right? a
0: plus. Yeah.
2: Should've so one.
0: I uh, I, I, one of the things that I see to, to diagnose both of us is, and I used to be horrible about this, but. The last few years, I, I've I've realized that I don't I don't need to please as many people. But like I always right. had I always had a hard time when people would ask me to do something, I would overextend myself to do it because my fear was if I don't do this, they're going to stop asking. Nobody will ever stop asking. You know, I mean, the thing is, is is you have to you have to be. In order to give the things that you need to do the best, you have to be able to say no to some things. Yeah. And that's my, that's my problem. Yeah. I, I've, I've found it's all that of our problems. Right. It's not mine anymore. I don't do that. Like I, 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 just, I can't do it to myself and I don't want to do it to other people because what I end up doing is people were going to stop asking because yeah. I wasn't doing to the full extent that I could, that I was capable of. I, I couldn't commit to those things. Right. And I, I was doing half ass jobs on stuff. Now, you know, whether I'm being paid for it or whether I'm free, I make sure that I don't overbook myself. Um, and especially the last few years, that's been important because I don't have the gas tank that I used to. You know, hell, I, if I got three hours of sleep in a night, I felt great the next day. <laughs> now it's like, holy shit, I can't. I need a three-hour nap. Hey, I don't Not know how you do it either. <laughs> I don't. But you see, don't want to know how I do it, I, brother. The, there's going to be a point where he can't anymore.
2: No, I, I totally got it from the, last week's podcast, watching the Lions game. It was the first episode. Yeah. I think, when you were talking about how many hours you stay at your house a week. How <sighs> right. many? In, what, four, you said? Four. And that, four that's days. all sleeping.
1: That's all sleeping. That's nuts. I don't. Uh... You just got to watch yourself, brother. I don't have any time man I don't have any time (laughs) Hmm. I don't have any time to waste Which is what I try to convey to people Right now this is not wasting time Right, But time to waste Is is dealing with my ex-wife Where I have to spend Nine hours of travel Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth forth, Three times the fucking Bay City this past weekend That's wasting my time Yeah but it's not wasting your time Because it's for your children It's for my kids absolutely (laughs) and I'm with them for part of it, and uh, I was blessed, absolutely, right. Um, but I'm feeling it today, man. I, I really am. Like I'm, I'm on the struggle bus, man. Um, my son turned 16 today, and oh, happy birthday! Yeah, it's Sunday, not Thursday, but yeah, Sunday we're recording this, but not the Thursday after this is released. But yeah, Ben 16, and uh, I. Wish I could do better for them.
0: Uh, I think you do pretty darn good.
1: I will be right back, fellas. And it,
0: I think you put an, an awful lot of pressure on yourself to to be more than you have to be for everybody. That's probably accurate. It's beyond probably accurate. <laughs> it, it's there. There does. There comes a, a point where you're going to have to realize that you're a priority too. Even, and no if, that's if you, that's very true if that's you, very true. If you don't make yourself a priority you cannot possibly be the best dad you can be the best anything that you can be
1: well that's no no you're 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 spot on and I don't I don't I don't I since I decided that
0: I was not going to just Give my time to every person that asked Mm -hmm. for it because people use and abuse you left and right. Right. Since I decided I was not going to do that anymore, I am a hundred times better at the things that I choose to do than I was. Right. Right. And I don't feel like I'm doing less. I just feel like I'm better at
1: everything that I do. No, I I get it. I fully see it. I see it. I see it. And... Yeah, we'll get there. We're 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 trending toward that. Oh yeah. Um we're not trending toward a crash. I don't feel like that. We're trending toward what I need to do. An upswing. Uh Ooh, absolutely. And like like
0: no joke, I literally thought when I made the conscious decision that I was no longer just going to you know, hey, can you do this? Sure. You know, I'll try. Right. You no. Know, when I made the conscious decision that I was not going to do that anymore, immediately felt a huge weight off my shoulders and immediately felt like I did everything better. And I don't feel like I'm... I feel like I'm more in control of everything. And that's what I didn't like, is I didn't feel like control. Right. Oh, yeah, that's tough. No, that's what I struggle with, absolutely. You know, it, now I feel like I'm in control. You know, I, I'm... What is tomorrow for us now, but will be this past Monday, I, you know, I'm going to go in feeling completely in control of a situation that... Most people would be scared as shit about, and I'm not. (laughs) You know, right? Whatever happens, happens, and it'll be all right. Absolutely. So, who cares? Right? Well, hey, we've been on this one for over an hour. I think we're at our target time of wanting to get out of here. So, let's, let's wrap this up. Well,
1: I wish we could have been funny this episode. Oh, that was out out the door. I blame you, Junior. Yep. For not being funny this episode. (laughs) I blame him for trying to put his ball on me. Ah, you'll have that on these bigger jobs. I hope that was a roll of quarters. Nah. All right. Well, hmm. It's been an interesting episode It yeah. has well, This is more well, Halloween than the Halloween episode I feel like scarier, yeah mm, Mucho scary So <laughs> It was just Junior that joined us, right? Yeah this Oh, episode. wow Well, the purest of, of everything That love the tau of everything Adam has to say And the bullshit I say you Really what, enjoyed these episodes You know what I think we should do? What's that? Me you and Junior should open a
0: meatball restaurant. Fuck yeah. We'll call it Five Balls. Five
1: Balls. I fucking love it. A chain meatball restaurant. Five Balls. And you know what? I want to serve these five meatballs on not a six inch sandwich, but a five inch sandwich. Yeah. Something more so manageable. Inch per ball. Yes. Yep. Five balls it Quality. is. Quality. Quality over quantity. Yes. By balls. I like to think that
0: Junior kept his larger ball. Uh, did he have a choice? I don't know, but you know they say that
1: one is always larger than the other. Oh, one of mine is definitely larger yeah, than the other. I like to think that Junior kept the big one. Like one is a navel orange and one is a grapefruit in my like instant. Yeah. 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 Uh.
0: One of mine is kind of like a ping pong ball, and then the other one's more like an egg. Oh
1: geez, okay. Well, okay.
0: They're not. I don't think they're shaped the same, but it, I'm, I could be wrong. They are not. But I like it. I, I've never, I've never tussled them to really suss that out, like with that purpose in mind.
1: Well, you got to get a video camera out and put them on a, a lady's forehead, and then you kind of suss yeah. out where they fell. It it does help a lot. I've never done that. Me either. So I guess I don't know what. I mean. I got. Are. I got to think it would help. I would think so. Also, this reminds me. The Lions lost drastically to the fucking Ravens earlier this season. Today, they humiliated, today, Sunday, the fucking Seahawks, who the Lions lost to in overtime. So, it all evens out. There you go. Oh, yeah. And the NFL's
0: such a fine line of winning and right. losing the game. I mean, there's obviously talent differences. Right. But geezel Pete's it's so such it's, a high level. It's
1: so weird because um, I I heard today on, on the broadcast when they were doing the Baltimore Ravens game, who are in the AFC, uh, the Lamar Jackson-led Baltimore Ravens have only lost one game against the NFC. So if they ever make it to the Super Bowl, then the NFC is fucked. Yeah. Just saying that. Yeah. You're not wrong. Because they seem to dominate, which I'm going to retract something I said probably about any eight, 8 to 12 episodes ago uh, where I said the AFC was trash. I don't know. The Ravens and the fucking uh, uh, Chiefs are proving the AFC is probably not trash. No. No, they're not. Yeah. No, are saying. they as strong top to bottom as the NFC? Probably no, not. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. But look at this horse shit too. The fucking Vikings. Yeah. The fucking Vikings. So, Dob- does Dobbs have alopecia? I don't know. Look at him. He's got alopecia. I swear to God. So he's got I, no eyebrows. I did. I did pick him up. Yeah. For my
0: fantasy team, and I was. Cause I was hurting on quarterbacks. I swear he has alopecia.
1: I was hurting so bad on quarterbacks. Because he looks like Charlie Villanueva. Remember that guy for the Pistons years oh, ago? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He had alopecia too, which is, I'm not making fun of it. It's a serious infliction. Holy, sh- holy shit, dude. Dobbs had a big day. Dobbs was slated to score me zero points. He scored
0: me 30.5. Yep. And I went from being a 0%, well, like, I think I was 15% chance of winning. Okay, well now I'm I'm 2% chance because I still got my ass kicked. Wappa, wappa, wappa. Dude, I had so many people underperform. Everybody. Like, uh, Cook, Cook has done shit for me. Right. 0. 0.9 points. Not a sports podcast,
1: by the way. No. Geno Smith can go to fucking hell. And the score is, fuck, I don't have a game. So, sorry, can't give the score. All the feedback I get is give the score more and it's not a fucking sports podcast. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm trying. We I can't appease everyone. Everyone won. Phil zero. There's your score. All right, let's get out of here. All right. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Thank you, Junior, for joining us and giving your best terrible jokes. We love that. For everyone else, please, 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 please share our podcast. And eat it five balls Right We eat it five balls We love you all And uh As far as the gentleman Shooting pool up there Who's yelling at us Make good choices